It's time for episode 248 of the Three Point Podcast. Believe it or not, the three of us are together at Memorial Healthcare's Now Community Wellness Center in their podcast recording studio. Fellas, first of all, it's your first visit into the building. What, what do you think so far? I'm going to give you the full tour after we're done recording. I mean, it's impressive. It's the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like when you drive up, it's that like wow factor. <laughs> Like, you know, not, not taking wow any, and now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not taking any shots at Owasso or anything like that. But, you know, sometimes things can maybe be a little underwhelming. And this building, when you drive up to it, it is, it's like, wow. And it, you've sold it very well. So I knew it was going to be nice, but very cool building. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. I mean, they have like a, looks like a five star <laughs> restaurant outside with, Healthy options. I mean, Ted, I, I don't know how you're not don't have a six pack already looking at this place. I, I've just started, so you know I will be having a six pack by Easter. So just stay tuned. And this uh, this not studio, a six pack of Bud Light. No. Means that you, <laughs> I'll have that another week from now when Michigan takes right. on TCU. <laughs> Do you feel like Howard Stern or something right now sitting in this studio, or what? What's it like? No, just Ted the sports guy. You know, <laughs> that's the thing too. Like I, nothing new. You're gonna give us the full tour later, but I know there's a pool, a sauna, a steam room. You said this podcast studio. So this is a it's a really cool like be I guess more serious. This is a really cool thing like yeah. for the community. I don't know how many people in Owasso like do podcasts, <laughs> but I feel like when I was growing up, I would have come in here and probably utilized right. this. Heck I don't yeah. maybe I I say that now. You know who knows if I would have, but really cool. It's just, it's just a great building. Right now, what they're really promoting is their 21-day health challenge, just a dollar initiation fee, $2 a day. That's less than 50 bucks out of your pocket. Enroll now through January 15th. Take advantage of this offer. Uh, and, you know, we've talked about it before. If you, you have children, come on in. It is $2 per child per two hours. So go work out. Go hit the pool. They have daycare, two bucks an hour, that's a, or two bucks for two hours. That's a dollar an hour. What's your usual, like, what do you do when you come in here? Is it, do you walk laps? Are you yes. hitting bench press and squat rack, or what do you do? I, I ran into your buddy Van Fluttering yesterday, actually, and what I do is I'll start off with about 5,000 steps, just regular laps, right? Yep. Then I've got shoulder problems, so I go down. They have a couple nice machines that I can work on the shoulders, and then I go back upstairs and do another 3,000 with uh, two-pound weights to start with, you know, just walking with them. That's my regiment right now. It's an old man thing. I get it, but it will help me lose yep. that weight that I did pick up after the weight loss challenge <laughs> no you'd be surprised my my wife uh, does a lot of running and like incline walking and stuff and she uses she puts like one pound weights around her ankles mm -hmm. or she'll walk with one pound weights i think she has two pound ones also but at first you know it is kind of funny to think like oh two pound weights but it actually adds quite a bit when you're walking 5,000 steps or something if you're you know pumping two pound weights the whole time yeah. it does actually add quite a bit so i'll show you i'll show you the real deal after we're done podcasting here today. I also want to thank the folks at Sky Mint Cannabis, Michigan's leader in the industry. Over 15 locations throughout the state. Check out their new Sky Mint Reserve. If you're over 21, go online to skymint.com. Check out all that is good at Sky Mint. And at the Corona store, you still can use that uh, coupon code 3.20 at the store for 20% off Sky Mint products and new customers. Also, great local sponsors. In fact, uh, Success Group Mortgage and servicing. Jim Woodworth, I ran into him yesterday. He had a little bit too much Christmas cheer. <laughs> he had to hit the steam room, and I could understand that. That sounds magical. Uh, <laughs> success Group Mortgage and Servicing is a company that is focused on your success, led by Jim Woodworth. Success Group Mortgage and Servicing provide one-on-one -on -one service with a personal touch. You're not lost in the crowd like working with a mega-sized bank. Every transaction is given complete attention from beginning to end. Located in downtown Owasso, call today for an appointment at 989-720-4380 for more or find more info on the web at successgroupmortgage.com or apparently stop by the steam room at, at uh, this wellness center <laughs> especially on weekend nights or after weekend nights i also want to thank our other sponsors they include az printing solutions crow real estate and auction rivals tap house and grill cap out capital sports field house and nelson house funeral homes more details on them as we go along as this is just a special podcast here at the now wellness center in Owasso, Michigan and fellas, uh, as we always like to do a little catch up, Matt, mm -hmm. you made the trip to Michigan, you know, up to visit family. Uh, you picked uh, just a great time to hit the road. I'll <laughs> yeah. tell you that much. Oh, it was crazy. It, like a lot of people we saw, you know, when the storm was coming, they've been predicting it for a couple of weeks. You guys definitely know that. Uh, we saw a lot of people coming south, going to Florida, even coming to North Carolina and stuff to get away from the storm. We drove up into it for some reason. But luckily, we left on Christmas afternoon, 
Luckily, by the time we yeah. left, the snow had stopped. Um, the roads were not clear because it's still super cold. So, oh, yeah. you know, that was still an issue. But overall, the drive up was fine. The, the highways were clear. The, once we got on back right. roads, that got a little sketchy. <laughs> but it was kind of funny. So we stopped halfway. We usually break the drive up. It's about an 11, 12-hour drive. Mm-hmm. So especially with two little kids, yeah. that's just that would be terrible to do a 12-hour drive in one day. So we usually stop in, in Ohio and find a spot and, you know, just stay for the night. When we left yesterday morning, Monday morning, honestly, for the first half hour, I was starting to get almost like a little nervous because every mile or two, it was car in the ditch, car in the ditch, <laughs> car in the ditch, car. And it was just like, what is happening right now? Are we about to hit like a bunch of ice or something like that? So I, I got a friend. Anyway, I got a friendly reminder of what it's like to drive in ice and snow, because when we got to Owasso, these back roads, they, I don't think they it's, touched them. I don't think they've touched them. <laughs> no, not a lot. You're lucky you came when you did. I was wondering about this, actually, uh, before we recorded this pod, if you were going to make it to town, <laughs> yeah. if you were coming on, like, the 22nd or the 23rd when it was really getting hammered with snow. I drove on Christmas Eve back to Corona, oh. and it, the roads weren't were, were fine. The only thing I noticed is, like, right on 52, I'm coming back, is maybe two or three times the wind gusts were so, like, crazy you couldn't see. Yeah. So I slowed all the way down to, like, 10 miles per hour. Uh, but it was funny to me because I was kind of bunkered in uh, in my place in Detroit. And I was, like, hearing all this, like, oh, we're getting all this snow, all this crazy snow. And I swear we maybe got, like, two inches, like a yeah. light dusting. Uh, and so I felt kind of silly uh, being, you know, bunkered in. But I couldn't come back because, you know, mid-Michigan was getting hammered with snow. But it was just funny seeing it how i can imagine what it's like for you when you're in like north carolina or whatever where we're getting hammered with snow up here and there's it's just like sunny skies that's almost yeah. what it felt like uh, yeah it was, was cold i mean we we had un, i mean you we will talk about the lions we saw when they were down in charlotte it was the coldest game ever i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. they said in charlotte so it was definitely cold no snow it was like beautiful sunny cold yeah but nothing like here like the wind i was surprised to hear asking my parents and uh in-laws that they never lost power. I was like, yeah. for sure, power's going out. With the wind and the snow, ice, all that kind of stuff. So uh, it is it is kind of like, uh, it's nice I'm going to get to drive back. And I know this yeah. weekend it's supposed to be like 50 and rainy, yeah. so it's all going away. But it is kind of nice being, you know, like Christmas time, we're doing Christmas stuff. It's snowy. It's cold. The kids want to go out and play. It is... And then I'll, I'll drive back to North Carolina. How <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle that you didn't end up getting tickets to that Lions game. I mean, I, one, it was bitter cold, oh. and I mean, talk about just pure hell if you were in the stands during yeah, that game. Yeah, I, I know we talked about it. Like that, we really did consider going, especially with the Panthers. Like they had lower bowl seats that you could get for like yeah. thirty bucks. Yeah, you I could mean, see you, there was a lot of empty seats. You could, yeah, it was. You could get tickets very easily, but one, it would have been terrible to sit in that cold, right. and then also as we'll talk about later, the game was atrocious. Right. I'm glad I did not do that. Now, you did go see a game. Didn't you go see uh, Michigan and North Carolina play? I did. So that the Jumpman Invitational, I hope they do it every year. The, you know, all the, the four teams or four of the teams that are sponsored by Jordan, Jumpman, Oklahoma, Florida, North Carolina, and Michigan yeah. had a little, like, tournament, I guess you can call it, with the men's and women's. Um, it was in Charlotte because uh, Michael Jordan, Jordan owns right. the, the Hornets. And – we were going to go. We were going to buy tickets anyway, but I ended up getting free tickets through work because um, it was on ESPN. So they, they were handing out a bunch of tickets. So that, that made it even better. Yeah. Again, not a very – actually, the game was really good. Michigan ended up losing. Um, it was a good game, but I'm glad I didn't spend a couple hundred bucks on tickets to go watch Michigan lose. How was so. the environment at something like that? Was it a pretty decent crowd or not – was it kind of empty, I guess, at, I'm not going to say arena. sold out, but it was pretty close to sold out. Yeah. And it was 90% – Tar Heel fans. I mean, it was it was like a home game for the Tar Heels, which should be expected. Right. But there's actually quite a few Michigan fans too. But um, it was probably it was close to sold out. I'd be curious to see what the the attendance was. It was it was really cool. You know, a good test for Michigan. You know, uh, seven and four now on the season, but they do have a one and zero record in the Big Ten, and Michigan State eight and four. I mean, you know, here we are heading into the new year. And your perspective on watching the Wolverines up close and personal—were you impressed at all? Do you, what do you think's their weakness? That type of thing. It, I think defense for sure. Their defense is pretty bad. Even Dickinson was getting owned that game by Baycott, yeah. and I mean Baycott was making Dickinson look pretty bad actually. I just like. We all know the potential is there. They've got a ton of great, really good players. Jet Howard is probably going to be a lottery pick next year. Wow. Dickinson, you know, who knows where he'll fall in the draft, but he's going to get drafted. So they've got all the potential there. It's just like they can't play consistently. I don't know if it's 
I know, Jared, you've questioned Juwan Howard a couple times, yeah. and I don't know if I don't if we're seeing coaching weaknesses from Juwan or if it's just that, you know, they've always got a bunch of young players. That's college basketball now. Just uh, They can't seem to put it all together. I, I don't know. Yeah, it, I think we talked about this last week where they don't look that good, yeah. for sure. Uh, I, don't, I don't worry about them too much until, you know, maybe they're on the bubble of not making the tournament. As long as they're in the tournament, I'll take my chances with this program. My yeah. whole life, it's, it's the opposite of the Lions. You know, when you expect them to, to lose, they're going to win usually, and especially come tournament time. We saw yeah. it last year. They were terrible last year, and then they get in the tournament, and just you see the so matchup that Dickinson causes. Uh I'll roll with it. So I'll take my chances, but it doesn't look good. Uh, I'm just not really totally in the basketball sphere. I mean, I don't know about no, you guys. No. It's been a weird layoff yeah. this last month since the since the Big Ten championship game. It's, it almost feels like it's too long of a break. I won't be saying that come New Year's Eve, but right. it's almost like you forgot that they're even playing in this college football playoff game. It almost does seem like it's too long. You know, when they add the 12-team tournament next year, at least the schedule gets moved up a little bit, and we're going to get some real college football. I'm still enjoying the bowl games. There's been some some neat games, you know, but they basically, as we've talked about before, exhibitions. You know, right. we get to the real stuff on New Year's Eve. That that's going to be awesome. Yeah, the layoff. I, I was talking to some some friends. You almost like forget that Michigan's playing for a national title game yeah. <laughs> or a national title. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it, it's nice to get the rest, but you know, we've watched these games before. Most of the time, the first. 10 minutes or so the first quarter you know there's maybe some ugly turnovers it's a little sloppy teams are rusty I feel like kind of like last year I wish Michigan I wish the game was like the week after the Big Ten title game because Michigan (laughs) was rolling yeah and you know know, I mean last year Georgia was just on another level so it might not have mattered but you know this year obviously we're hoping like Edwards can get healthy and maybe some other guys can get healthy so it helps but it does kind of I wonder I like I wonder what coaches do how they handle it like Cause you know, like you got finals, the rest of campus is going home for the holidays, but you're having to stay there to work out and practice. It's cold, especially like here in Michigan. So I wonder how coaches handle like trying to keep them like in it. Right. Like, hey, we're playing for a national title. Like, don't check out. You know what I mean? It'd, it'd and, be interesting. And that's why it always feels like when Alabama's in this game, it's like they come back like ten times better right. for the playoff because you have Saban with a whole month uh, to prepare. Yeah. To yeah. prepare. Uh, Ted, I'm curious how your uh, Christmas was. Uh, was it spent with a lot of, like, gifts? Did you give a lot of gifts? Were you Santa this year, or did you have the young ones, or no? No, our, our Christmas was actually a little mellow, the actual Christmas day. You know, we, uh, as you know, we had our Fatel family party up at Frankenmuth, and the granddaughters all stayed at our house overnight. So we basically had our Christmas morning that Sunday morning, and it was it was fun. You know, the little kids just enjoyed the heck out of opening up the presents. Uh, you know, it sends you back in time. You know, I'm an old guy, as I've mentioned many times on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows. But, you know, you get to relive kind of parenthood again as a grandparent, seeing the little kids open right. things up. And it was fun. It was, it was a blast. Christmas Day itself, uh, I'll tell you what, I, you guys are both way more – NBA fans than I am, but did I love having NFL football three yeah. games yeah. all day long? I I watched two or three minutes of the NBA. I was locked into the NFL well, all day. It, there was the great. I mean, we all love Aaron Rodgers in here, or yep. at least he's yeah. interesting to watch. So I feel like that that Dolphins versus Packers game. Uh, was the perfect kind of Christmas Day game, and then obviously the NBA kind of took over later that night with a couple of great yeah. games. Uh, so. I I love the NFL playing on Christmas, but I there's something still special about the NBA on Christmas Day. But I, I, I but I agree with you. If I they're head watch. to head, who yeah. are you watching? Football well, or basketball? Yeah. It's tough. I mean, NFL and football is just football is just such a great sport. It it, is. Maybe I'm. I think we're all kind of in agreement. It's I could watch it. I was actually talking about this on Christmas Day. Funny <laughs> enough, where I could watch Christmas. I was telling my mom this. I could watch football. I think every day of the year. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm with like you. never get sick of it. Yeah. it's just it's the perfect sport. It, obviously, like with the bowl season, there's some bowls that you see the matchup and you're kind of like, okay, I'm not going to watch the whole game. Yeah. But you'll flip it on and catch it here and there. Flip around if there's multiple bowl games on. I bet the NBA didn't like that there no. was a full NFL schedule. No because way. I'd love I to think, see the ratings. I bet the majority of America who was watching sports or whatever was watching the NFL, mm-hmm. not the NBA. I think we've talked about this before. I think the NBA on Christmas is like almost becoming as traditional or whatever as football on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean, I just, as far as I remember, I, I'm curious when it started. I, I don't remember when it started, but it's been around for a long time. Any, any, At least NBA. 20 years plus. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the matchups are good. They always put, like, the Lakers and the Warriors, and, you know, they, they right. do a bunch of uh, good matchups. But 
When you put it up against the NFL, I mean, it, it's it, just not going to. I didn't realize there was a tradition that the Knicks played on Christmas uh, every year. I didn't realize yeah. until this year. Got to get and New York. I, I got to say it. It's It makes you think think how people feel about the lions on thanksgiving because i hated it i mean the knicks are even pretty good this year but i i just hate that and you know we're kind of selfishly we love the lions playing yeah. on thanksgiving but to be honest what if they just put like the three best games of the weekend of nfl on thanksgiving would any of us really be that upset yeah i think i think some people would be i mean the the tradition of yeah. the lions on thanksgiving it's kind of silly mean, you, silly they started it though. <laughs> they gotta stay forever, forever. No, but like we would complain, you know, it'd be a big like ninety-seven-one topic, like if they did flex the Lions off oh, Thanksgiving. Man. But everyone, yeah. all the other forty-nine states would be like cheering. Right. Yeah, really, probably no, no one except for Lions fans yeah. would even notice. <laughs> Some people would be like, "Oh yeah, the Lions aren't playing. Oh well, cool. We get to watch the Bengals and the Ravens, right. or you know, whatever." But no, the Lions have to stay on Thanksgiving. The NBA, I mean, they it is always Lakers, Mavericks, Warriors, Knicks. You know, it's all the good teams, so you do get good matchups. But, I mean, there was good games, too. Like, the the late game went to yep. overtime. The right. Nuggets and the Mavs with Luka was going off. So, I mean, there's good games. I like the NBA a lot. I wasn't. I, I mean, we were on the road, so yeah. I didn't watch much at all. But, uh, I mean, if, if the NFL or college football is on up against the NBA – most people are probably watching football. Right, yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Uh, before we move on to other topics in sports, we're recording this on December 27th at the Now Community Center in Owasso. I want to wish my sister, Jared's aunt, Mary, a happy birthday today. Oh. And also uh, <laughs> Hall of Famer Bill Strigo. You know, he played on the 47 team. My dad throwing Jared out of the mix, always said he's the best quarterback he's ever seen at Corona. Now we know that there's a lot of debate on that, but I'll, I'll go with the old man on that one, throwing Jared out of the mix. But uh, Bill, unfortunately, passed away yesterday. Uh, he's one of my dad's last teammates. I think yeah. he's got two teammates left from that 47 squad. But Bill Strigo was a Cavalier through and through, diehard supporter, Cavalier uh part of the athletic club, you know, for many years. He was uh, taking tickets and taking money in, at the at the stadium forever. So yep. rest in peace, Bill. Good guy. And uh, our thoughts go out to the family. You know, before we move on, we got a prep spotlight. I think we uh, need to talk a little bit about Capital Sports Fieldhouse. That's right, Capital Sports Fieldhouse, right down the road here. I was going to swing by there and check it out, but I don't know if I'll have time. Capital Sports Fieldhouse is home to hit and pitch and a whole lot more. The 10,000-square-foot field, square foot turf field can be used for all indoor sports training, including football, baseball, basketball, softball, soccer, and other activities. That's the thing I wanted to watch. I've seen the pictures and stuff of people actually playing like softball in there and i'm just remembering as like pretty wild as a bowling alley so i'm kind of yeah. like how, how does this work but so hit and pitch has seven indoor batting cages with full pitching tunnel and the state-of-the-art hit tracks training system utilized by mlb organizations located in the old capital bowl jc penny block on south washington in owasso michigan well, it is the prep spotlight, and, you know, we'll just keep it short and sweet here. But there was a couple big stories here locally. New Lothrop 6'5 senior guard Ty Coleman had a school record tying 45 points in a recent game. He tied <sighs> Andy lot. Bala's record from 30 years ago. He also has the school record now alone with nine three-pointers. So not bad, a five point guard playing yeah. for New Lothrop, lighting wow. it up like that. Shocker that that's New Lothrop. They've got a five <laughs> point guard. Of right. course it's them. Sports Factory over there. Also, Duran's boys basketball team. They got quite a class here. You know, we know how good they were in football. In basketball, a lot of those same players are participating. They beat Ovid Elsie for the first time in 14 years, 58-52 recently. Sophomore guard Braylon, or Braden Joslin led the way with 16 points. I mean, they got a nice little thing going on over there at the Railroad City right now. It seems like that's how it happens, right? You get a couple good classes that play football, wrestle, basketball, maybe play baseball. I mean, it, it makes sense. If you're good in one sport, you're probably yeah. going to be good in a couple other ones. But it's cool to see a, a, a school like Durant kind of turn it around. I've always thought it's crazy. I saw that story that they, they finally beat Ovid Elsie. I'm pretty sure Karana had a streak against yeah, just got Ovid. I'm pretty sure it was like 40, 40 games yes. or something. It's, <laughs> I, it's just crazy to think that that can happen. I know. You know, even if, you know, some programs obviously get really down sometimes. I mean, Karana has at times too. But to think to lose 40 straight times or 14 years in a row to the same school, how like one game, 
how does not like something right. crazy happen in a buzzer beater or something stupid? I, I remember my my senior year, we had some streak like that against Durant. I think it maybe still is around similar to what maybe Ovid, Ovid Elsie has, like fifteen or sixteen plus games. Yeah. And a game they we were we played a terrible game. The game came down to the wire. I remember it was about as like nervous I've ever been in a game to potentially <laughs> right. lose that streak. So you Didn't don't want to be the one to lose. No, that streak. <laughs> didn't you get put, you put in the game and you had to shoot some clutch free throws? Yeah, oh. came, well, it came Clank. off the bench. Came off the bench cold <laughs> with like a couple minutes left. I don't know how I ended up with the ball in my hands with shooting free throws at the end. But yeah, it, it, well, the crowd was ruckus, man. That was a Duran rowdy crowd. That, that is, that's a, a I tough think gym. We, I think we've talked about it before. That is, that is a really cool gym to play yeah. in when it's full. Yeah. I mean, we had, we, when we played Duran, like in the regular season, it was full obviously, but then our districts were at Durand, So it was even more, I'm pretty sure you probably called the game. So I don't I'm know sure if you, I did. you remember, but there were people on the court. There were so many people in that gym. There weren't there weren't seats yeah. for the amount of people. And it just reminds me of, I, I remember having to take the ball out a couple times on the sideline um, on the opposite side of the court where, you know, the benches are on one side right. and over there. And, um, I mean, the, the, you're in the crowd. When you're standing there taking the ball out, you know, it's like Duke. Yeah. It's like uh, Cameron Indoor with, oh, yeah. you know, the, the Cameron Crazies. Like just cheering and screaming at you, it's actually a really cool environment, and, and that's what's awesome sad about you know Corona is it's a huge gym, awesome gym, but it doesn't for whatever reason the, the bleachers don't come all the way out to the court yeah. like they do at Durand. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of Corona, the last story I got here: Braylon Sosha nailed ten of twelve free throws in the fourth quarter last week, helping the Cavs get by Detroit Prep. One thing I like about Rocky, you know, the head coach of the Cavaliers, he brings up some of these schools from the Detroit area where his background is, and they they have some interesting matchups. And uh, Corona picked up a win against Detroit Prep, uh, home game there. I mean, it, it's nothing but good experience for the kids. I remember not not to keep going back to our our glory day stories, but. Jared's dad, he, we would schedule, we never, not regular season, but we would um, scrimmage like Muskegon. We went up to Muskegon and s- scrimmage some teams up there. We'd play in the Flint League, which was a big deal back then. Yeah. Um, a couple schools, we had a huge scrimmage in the summer where a bunch of schools came up to Corona and um, we, we had some big scrimmages. So I, it, all it does is make you better, mm-hmm. even if you get beat by 20 or 25, but especially if you can win, that's just a great yeah. experience. They they have a good team, I think. They do. You know, very, they're very deep. Uh, they got some good athletes, obviously, with the Bowers. I mean, I you just look at how they're built. Uh, you just translates immediately to a basketball player. Right. We know how good they are on the football field. Uh, they have a tough district, though, yeah. and so that's obviously going to be the real test. Ted, you'll probably be there for every one of those games. I'm almost, sure I will. So yeah, you'll be able to see it front hand or uh, first hand. But yeah, they have a good team. Just got to keep building the districts. Yeah. The one what did I see they're doing? They're having like the Shiawassee Shootout uh, this week. Yeah, I was just going to tell you about that. Uh, Shiawassee Shootout starts Wednesday night, uh, 5:30. Durand and Langsburg. That's really going to be that's a, a cool great game. matchup. Mm-hmm. Langsburg. Both teams are very good this year. And then the nightcap is Corona against Perry. Again, that's at seven o'clock Wednesday night, uh, December twenty eighth. The winners will play for the championship Friday night. And by the way, I didn't mention it to you guys. Uh, I'm going to experiment a little bit with the NFHS uh, oh, okay. feed up there, and they got the, a new microphone they wanted to try out. So uh, I'm going to be up there, hopefully telecasting. That <laughs> nice. I was going to try and go uh, tomorrow night, so Wednesday night to watch the Corona game. We're going to go to Crossroads Village and right. ride the ride the train and do all that stuff at Crossroads Village. So I don't know if I'll be able to make if it you, up. If you make well, it, we can do a little colored commentary I with know. you. I might have to, to. Yeah, to be honest, I, if I was you stopping for the first quarter, it probably should be over by then, <laughs> sadly. So, Ted, it might be a long day for you on the broadcast. Uh, well, you but you about, love talking. You love it when it you, goes to you, radio talk. You talking about the Corona Perry game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perry's a little bit down this year, but the first game is going to be a heck of a yep. game, I think. So. So it's probably going to be on, on Friday. It's probably going to be Corona versus Flip of the Coin. Flip of the Coin, I yeah. think. Yeah. Oh, it's a turn. That's cool. Yeah, the, w- the winners play Friday night for the Shiawassee Shootout Championship. <laughs> That's cool. I like I, it. I know we've talked about a, a lot, the MMB with football and, you know, yeah. just the local rivalries. I don't think – we never played Lanesburg in basketball. We, we played Perry, and they actually – again, we're going back to these stories. We were 18-1 and one going into our last regular season game against Perry – and it would have been the record for most regular season wins. Your dad's team that won the title, they won 18 games in the regular season. Mm-hmm. We were 18-1 and one going into the final game. Honestly, we probably looked past it. We should have beat them, and all we were talking about was breaking that regular season I win, remember wins that. record. And we lost to Perry yep. to and end up 18-2. and two. That was a pretty good Perry team. Too. They were good. They were good. I think they maybe even won their district that year, but they were a good team. Shouldn't have lost to them. But um, I, anyway, back to the, the local games, playing Durand, playing yeah. Lanesburg, playing <clears> – <throat> Perry playing. I think that's just cool. Maybe yeah. it's just because 
we're local or whatever. I but. think the holiday tournaments are really cool, too. I, I don't know if either one of you guys played in a high school holiday tournament. I, I actually did. Chesanine hosted one. Uh, I think it was my junior year. Uh, it was Corona, Chesanine, Durand, and Saginaw Eisenhower. I think we went 0-2, but uh, it was it was a fun atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have one when we were playing. Uh, but I think it's fun, again, because people are home. It's the same with the whole open gym thing. You know, people right. are home. They're around. Have a cool little tournament. Play some different yeah, teams. Yeah, I don't know. I, I view it from the player's perspective. I mean, <laughs> you just maybe I didn't I didn't love <laughs> basketball maybe as much as as you guys did, <laughs> right. but I remember Christmas break. I just want that time off, man. Maybe a scrimmage there, there, scrimmage here. <laughs> right. Maybe one little standalone game, but a whole tournament. God, don't sign me up for that. Especially because to that point, too, you're probably eating a ton of cookies, a ton right. of turkey oh, yeah. and stuff, and then you got to show up and play in a, yeah. a Shiawassee shootout tournament. And you're just, you know, you like think about it, like a day after Christmas or something, or you got practice waiting for you, and then a game two days later, so you can't even enjoy Christmas. Right, that's true. Once again, Jerry. It brings us back to reality. <laughs> By the way, if, if I do have the game on the NFHS feed uh, this uh, Wednesday and Friday night, good spot to watch it. Rivals Taphouse and Grill, the area's go-to spot for the best in food and drink. Meet up with all your friends. 120-inch projection screen. I'm thinking they're ha- they'll have the NFHS feed on that. They can handle your large or small parties, weekly food and drink specials, all kinds of good stuff happening at Rivals Taphouse and Grill. And that is the official gathering spot of Three Point Podcast located on the corner of Shiawassee and M21 in Corona. Well, why don't Speaking we... of rivals, though, you should have some gift cards for me. Right? I do. I got some for you. <laughs> I'm looking at it, too. Yeah, right out the counter here. There's Jared's right there. Yeah, because I was I was talking to, for the Michigan game. I might get together with some buddies and watch the, the game on Saturday. Yeah. And I was like, I should have some rivals cards coming. <laughs> so I, maybe I'll hook us up with some, uh, some takeout. Absolutely. Well, let's, uh, you know, I hate to do it, but let's jump right into our Detroit Lions. Uh, thoughts on that game? I mean, it's obvious that all three of us are going to say, that team was totally unprepared and not ready for Carolina in that game for some reason. That was one of the most bizarre games I've ever watched. <laughs> the good news is that maybe so I wasn't I could go to church at four and not have to wait till like seven o'clock. So oh, that yeah, was nice. Just got out of there early. Right. Uh, I, it was over from the time it started. It was. I, 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 we've we've had a lot of bad Lions teams. You know, Ted, you shared the tweet of Dan Miller basically saying he's seen the dark days of the Lions, <laughs> but he's never seen them get run on like that. Yep. Uh, Two hundred forty what rushing yards in the first half. Three twenty on the game. Three twenty in the game. Yeah. That was like something you'd see in a high school game. I, we had no answers. We've always been kind of complaining about this defense. They've sort of stood on their head. Uh, a little bit like on this win streak. Uh, yeah. I mean, even looking back at the Jets game, I mean, a week later the Jets were held to three points. Right. Uh, so even that maybe wasn't that great of a defensive performance. Uh, it's it's sad. Uh, you know, it's it's a bummer when you watch that game and you see like the Packers win and they're just looking great and how awesome a potential a you know win and get in game would be with the Packers. Uh, but they're struggling down the stretch and now they have Justin Fields who's no slouch. They get to go home, so that's yeah. nice. But uh, I'm very worried about the future of uh, the rest of the season. Yeah, hopefully, like we said last week, the the Bears game being at home, hopefully that helps. You know, Ford Field's going to be rocking for sure. You would hope. Yeah. But it was all—I don't want to say SOL, same old Lions, but it almost makes you think that because it was the perfect opportunity go on the road. Carolina, yes, they're still mathematically in the playoff hunt, like basically the whole NFC is, because it's not very good. But you know, they're they're down this year. Sam Darnold has been up and down all season. Their defense hasn't been that good. So it was just like the perfect go on Christmas Eve, go on the road, get this win, set up these last two games versus the Bears and the Packers, and you go out and lay an egg like that. And it's just kind of – it does – it's hard not to think, like, this is why – like, I think I tweeted out, this is why the people don't take the Lions seriously because if you're going to be a legitimate playoff team, you would win that game. Yeah. You would go down there. Right. Even if it's ugly, you would win that game. The funniest thing to me – and this is more just maybe like me being, I don't know, cynical or something, but I saw a ton of people saying, like, the Lions are built to play in this cold. They're from Michigan. Carolina, they're not ready to play in this cold. <laughs> North Carolina, they, I saw people calling the Panthers like the kitty cats and just like all this stuff, like, you know, Aiden Hutchinson and this whole defense, they're tough. They're from Michigan. They'll be ready. Like you said, from the start, right. they were just – they were bullied. They were pushed around. And it almost made even like to see a Dan Campbell team pushed around like that was kind of like, geez, maybe they're not as good as we think they yeah. are. But Jared Goff, I mean, your your boy Jared Goff, I mean, when you look at his numbers, he, numbers look good, but he struggled. Good, but when, he, you, when you watch the whole game, he did struggle a bit, struggled. but he was certainly not the reason they lost. No, that defense no. was a sieve, and <clears throat> you know, <laughs> after going six and one. 
you know, it's tough to win seven, right. you know, and it's tough to win that game and keep winning every week and keep that stretch going. The thing that was the most disappointing to me was, though, the lack of effort. It was like, yeah. like it was one of, like you said, Dan Miller. I mean, it was, it was pathetic to watch, you know, and now Dan Campbell really has his, his hands full. Mm-hmm. What it, we'll, we'll see what kind of coach he is. We'll see what kind of players these are. Get that whole playoff thing out of your mind. And you got to worry about the bears right now, the, man. Yep. This team, this defense, especially. I mean, I, I'm going to say it, and I'll probably regret it in a couple of years. But Hutchison, he has the numbers, and you know he's had some accolades. But you watch somebody like uh, Thibodeau for the Giants, who like basically game wrecking uh, their game against the Commanders, where he strip sack, fumble. Like Hutchison just doesn't seem to be making these like game changing type plays that you'd expect from a number two pick. I know he's young. I know we're not really worried about him long term. But a game like that, I mean, just getting railroaded, ran right down your throat. I, him, Rodrigo, and we know how bad Anceloni is. We're, none of us are fans of him. <laughs> I, I just I want to see more from Hutchinson. He, everything is there for him. It just seems like he gets, like, swallowed up sometimes. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, he always looks tired to me, too. Like, some, <laughs> like you know, he'll, he'll make a, a great player to get a sack, you know, or make a tackle for a loss. But then next thing you know, you see him, like, chasing the running back, mm-hmm. just looking completely yeah. gassed. And then you have flashbacks of him chasing Kenneth Walker down the field. And, you know, we, we all remember that. But I'm not I'm not worried about Hutchinson. Right. I think he'll be fine. They just that, – that's why I've said, like, I hope they don't spend their draft picks on a quarterback in those first couple rounds because no. they need a lot of help on defense. Yeah, we love Rodrigo, but I don't know if he's, like, a, a number one Pro Bowl caliber yeah. linebacker. Maybe he'll end up being that. Who knows? But they need yeah, Anzalone. Cool, he's got some nice hair, and he's a leader and stuff yeah. like that. But he's, he's a backup. He's a backup. <laughs> you know, this Okuda deep, yeah. gets exposed a lot. Not Okuda has flashes where you're like, okay, this kid can play, but then he's getting cooked the whole time. Yeah. The he Panthers. got benched in the second half. Right. So maybe he was cold. I don't know. Yeah, could, they all were cold. They're all <laughs> afterwards. All they're all complaining about the field. Oh, yeah. the field's worst we've ever played on. You can't please these NFL players. They want to play on grass. They right, play on right. grass and they complain about it. it no, every spot on this defense is a weakness. Uh, Seems like it. Corners, we could, we could use a number one corner. We could use another Aiden Hutchinson. We, our linebackers are weak. Like I said, Rodrigo is like my size. I mean, we love him, you know, hard knocks guy, but not not exactly, uh, you know, Ray Lewis I, in there. And the safeties, right. I mean, Kirby Joseph, I mean, what, he had what, three missed tackles yeah, during that game? Right. Uh, and, Ted, I know you love this young core, as you always say. I do. Uh, I what, still do. I mean, you would think if you're young like that and you're in the pl- first time, like, kind of chasing the playoffs, you wouldn't uh, – you know, get ran over like that. It, I guess the team, it's not like we got ran over by Derrick Henry and the Titans. Right. It was a struggling Shutter. Panthers team. <laughs> right. It was that one hasn't game done that too. at all year. One game, too. I mean, they had been playing pretty darn good defense leading up to that, haven't they? We, we we all watched it. It was, you know, oh, the Dalvin Cook fumbling it at the goal line. Yeah. Somehow Aaron Rodgers throwing two goal line picks. Right. It wasn't like they were just playing their you know, balls off. It's They were getting lucky more than anything. Well, like I, mean, I said, standing on their head. It was We knew it was going to come crashing down. Right. I created a couple turnovers that Ooh. helped. And yeah. I'm going to stick with my comment, though, that they do have a good young core. Yeah, there's some holes to fill. And a like lot. 100, well, there, there's a lot. You got a lot of draft choices coming up, too. <laughs> right. You know, spend it all on defense. That's yeah. the way I look at it right Offen- offensive line is fine absolutely skill players probably are fine you know yeah. receivers, um, receivers running backs okay right. I, mean, I mean i guess we got jared goff we got to keep going with him <laughs> and so right spend it all on defense those first three rounds yeah the rams didn't line. do us any favors either yeah. did they yeah baker mayfield is now that's ruining Russell the real wilson bummer. what the hell happened to him <laughs> all right is it all coaching is it i no i think i mean we're seeing it with the seahawks i mean they've struggled a little bit down the stretch right but He's a little, definitely a little bit overrated and yep. kind of weird to think about. But you know, there's like a lot of the stories. You know, a lot of the teammates don't like him back in Seattle. I mean, Sherman's came out and said that. Yep. So I, yeah, I always I liked this. Wilson, but I, he's kind of like turned in my head this this off season this year. Like how he tries to act so perfect, like right. off the field, and maybe he is. That's how he is in real life. But when you suck on the field, it's kind of hard to have that same mantra. Yeah. It doesn't look the same. And I saw Marshawn Lynch say something like. When you would try to talk to Russell Wilson, you had to like go right. through his guy or something. Like you couldn't just text Russell Wilson. Oh, and I be heard like, that too. Hey, man, yeah. you want to get together and do something? You had to like go through his guy, which is kind of weird. For you know, maybe you have to do that with like I don't know agents or something like that. But for your teammate, teammates, why, why can't you just talk to your teammate like yeah. that? So yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I, I just hope you know the Lions, like we've said before, they're. They're not checked out. Like, these last two games actually do matter. You know, they're playing for a playoff spot. Maybe part of it is 
they're a little ahead of schedule with the rebuild. Yeah. You know, maybe this isn't really like a, a playoff I mean, team. But Jerry Goff, he fumbled on you know Sunday. That's the first turnover he's had in like right. seven games. And that was I mean, he needed to play too. perfect, right? It was a bad. Snap. But that's the first you know quote unquote Jerry Goff turnover in right. seven games, and they've still like barely eked out a lot of these games. So right, he's been true. playing pretty much perfect. Uh, well, how do we feel about you know this potential? Let's say we win this Sunday. I mean that maybe felt a little better about that on Saturday than we did uh, today. But let's say we beat the Bears on on Sunday. Would you guys – I don't think it's likely that the NFL flexes that game to Sunday night because the we're going to need help. Or the Packers, the Packers, Packers game. Oh. Because we're going to need help, uh, right, where it's like that game could mean nothing come 8 o'clock if the, if the Commanders win, if the Giants Possibly, win. Possibly, yeah. So yeah. it would be – it's fun to think about, but I don't think we, we're going to get that. Maybe if the Lions had won this weekend, we could have. But that, that would be our playoffs when you think about it. If they did flex that game to Sunday night and, you know, win or lose, and I would <laughs> I would anticipate a loss if yeah. it's all on the line with Aaron Rodgers and the yeah. Packers. Yes. Especially at Lambeau. In Lambeau, Field. but yeah. uh, if, even if – just the atmosphere. You're, we're in the last game of the regular season – and it's a playoff yeah. when you think about it. Yep. That, that would be incredible. Now, again, I, I tweeted this. I don't know about you guys, but watching all these tweets about everybody you looking know, ahead to the Packers, we still got to play the Bears. You know, you right. tweeted that. I didn't. Uh, maybe it's your curated timeline. I didn't see these like these flex comments as much or oh. this Packers game. But I, 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 I don't know. You might follow more of the Lions fan base than I do. Yeah, I, don't I was know. seeing quite a few, but I, I feel like I was even seeing those before the Panthers. And, yeah. you know, it was kind of the same thing, like, why don't you guys worry about these next two games, the Panthers and the Bears first? If the Lions thought Charlotte was cold last weekend, <laughs> I think they're in for a yeah. rude awakening when they go to Lambeau in two weeks. No I mean, it's going to be pretty chilly up there. So yeah. if that's a playoff game, I mean, we don't want to say the Lions have no chance. It's hard not to take Aaron Rodgers in that game because they're probably going to be playing for a playoff spot too or, you know, yeah. playing for their their chances anyway for a playoff. So. It's hard not to bet on Aaron Rodgers in that game, but maybe Jared Goff will earn his money. We'll find out. These next two weeks are going to be a lot of fun. I'm hoping. I hope yeah. the Lions can bounce back and put forth the effort they need to against the Bears because that's that's a, that's a key game right there. They yeah. get by the and let's look at it this way, fellas. You know, maybe they did exceed expectations. I think they obviously did. You know, going into the season, would we have been happy or at least satisfied the Lions were going in the right direction if they finished with seven wins? Hell yes, we would have been. That's the thing. Maybe say they win these last two games but somehow don't make it to the playoffs. Right. That This was a, a win of a season. Might be the best you know? thing possible to do <laughs> right. that. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. go to the playoffs and look like you don't belong in the playoffs. But you're showing free agents or, you know, draft picks or whatever – hey, come here because we're actually building something. You know, maybe that's right. what they need. Well, we're here at the Memorial Now Wellness Center in Owasso, Michigan, in their beautiful podcast recording studios. This is cool, by the way. I've seen people, like, checking us out. Yeah. So they've got anyone who's not watching the video. So we're in a basically a closet. Yeah. And the main wall is glass, so we can see out into the lobby. Sun's outside now, too. It's beautiful outside. The snow is still out there. <laughs> people are having some lunch, getting some workouts in. I've seen people looking at us like, what are these yeah. three yahoos doing in there right now? It says, li- it says live on air on the wall, so people probably are like, what, what is happening over there? And right. somewhere along the line, we'll be posting this on our YouTube channel, yep, right? So yep. you can watch it. You can see. Maybe we should spin the camera around and show people what's going on. And we may have to before we're done. We're also, I just want to remind you that we're brought to you by some great folks. I know Matt, uh, AZ Printing, hooked us up with some great swag. I've got my beanies, and I've got to swing over there either today or tomorrow. I've got a couple things to pick up. But, yeah, AZ Printing Solutions pride themselves on giving a good product at a great value. The area's go-to clothing and more printing business promise a 100% guarantee to satisfy your expectations. AZ Printing Solutions have Owasso Crown and St. Paul School Spirit items in stock. Special items are available for family sports, business, and charity events. Call 989-725-2979 or stop into the store on Exchange Street in downtown Owasso. Well, here's kind of a weird segue. I talked about Bill Strigo, right? Well, Bill Strigo, his arrangements are going to be handled by Nelson House Funeral Homes. And, you know, they're one of our great sponsors. Their staff's proud to serve you with integrity and compassion, unique service representing unique lives, ensuring your loved ones receive the honor and celebration they so deserve. Contact them at nelson-house.com or give them a call, 989 723 You know, I, I know we didn't prep it at all, fellas, but... The Detroit Pistons. I mean, last night they just had a horrible loss to the Clippers. They led by, I think, 
I don't know, 10 or 12 points with about a minute and a half yeah. to go and lost in overtime. They're now standing at 8 and 28 on the season. It's it's time to tank, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously the, the Cunningham inj- injury does not help at all. He's supposed no. to be your star player. They still got, you know, some young guys, that their draft picks this year that they're, you know, hoping to develop. I think Dwayne Casey's got to go. Yes. I know he was he was coach of the year, coach of the year before he came to Detroit. Mm-hmm. I think that was 100% Kawhi Leonard, you know, basically right. won him that award. He just doesn't seem like he has a good pulse on the team. And I I'm, you've watched a lot more than me, Jared, and probably you too, Ted. I've I've watched a handful of games. It just seems like they're just out there like playing pickup ball. Jared be the like, expert. He probably watch I, all the games. I like Casey. I, sometimes, you know, it, it's just rare you see a coach who's, you know, kind of lost so much with his Pistons uh, keep his job for as long as he has. But I think he's a good coach. I think he's a good dude. I think the young players respond. I, they're just, I mean, your best, their best player who, you know, is maybe not even an all-star in Cade Cunningham is out. Yeah, you know, it's just yeah. their degree of talent. Uh, and it's it's sad. It's just the way the NBA is now, Ted. I mean, we got you take so long. You got to lose, especially when you're one of these smaller market teams like <laughs> Detroit. You just got to lose and tank and hopefully hit on a couple of these picks. And, and we'll see. It seems like it's a one and two uh, with Webb Manana and uh, Scoot Henderson. So yeah. we'll see. Just hopefully we're in that bottom three where we get, you know, about a 15% chance at that number one pick. Uh, and if we get Webb Manana, I mean, you'll be cheering that we lost all these games this year, won't you? Of course I will. But, you know, the thing is, I brought it up because it's it's hot news in the right. state. But do you think I'm paying attention to the NBA right now? It's football <laughs> season still. Check with me a couple weeks down the road, you know. Once once the NFL playoffs get rolling and yeah. college is done, then I'll start watching the NBA and college basketball full force. But, you know, uh, Pistons, where, where they're at, I agree with you. You know, they still have more pieces that, of the puzzle, and they're missing their star player. So, uh, Now's a good time to buy tickets if you yeah, want to see right. the Pistons play. I mean, really, for the last 15 years has been a good, good I mean, time I can't to wait tickets. to see what LCA looks like, you know, totally full. I think we had, like, what, one, a couple playoff games, uh, but I think we were down 2-0, you know, those Blake Griffin years when we got swept by the Bucks. So it would be nice yeah. to see what it looks like when you're maybe on a playoff run, what that arena can look like, because it's sweet on the inside. It, I know it's cool it is, arena. but I, I, got, I want your perspective. You've been to the Palace, and right. now you've been at, at uh, LCA. What do you like better? The Palace is awesome. You know, obviously it had the history and it helps. It's 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 skewed because the teams were always good at the Palace. I like yeah. the layout of the Palace personally because it was a little smaller feel yeah, to it. Right. You know, you were on the action a little yeah. bit better. And, you know, I love the way they had the lower suites. I mean, I don't know. I just I love, love I love the Palace. Like, honestly, yeah. I was shocked when they were building LCA because when I was a kid, I was like, I, th- I, I thought it was always sweet when I went there. Oh, it just you pulled up and yeah. you saw the Palace. Yeah. The right. Great name. The, yeah. I mean, tiles on the building. Awesome yeah, yeah. name. The only thing, it just, if they could have built that in downtown Detroit, I would have never yeah. wanted it to. To mm-hmm. be to get to get rid of it, but just the location just sucked. Yeah, it's yeah. clear that LCA was built not just for the Pistons. Obviously, right. the Red Wings play there too, but like for concerts, mm-hmm. for hopefully a Final Four, probably you know maybe to host some other big events. It like help that. revitalize Detroit. You know, yeah. they have the other stadiums there. It all makes sense. Hopefully, they yeah. can do that. You know, politically, I don't know what the atmosphere. Well, what is, is it there? I mean, not that we need to get into all this, but wasn't. Part of that deal was supposed to be some like downtown revitalization. Yes. That's it just hasn't like, quite been built yet, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but we'll see where that goes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit slower. Well, was it built. District Detroit? Is that yeah, 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 supposed yeah. To be? yeah. It's a construction site as of now, but uh, yeah. hey, I I don't know. Definitely a little bit behind schedule on that is what we'll say. Well, before we move on to uh, a couple other things, I did want to keep it on sports for one more topic. The Red Wings, you know, you're you're part of production on the right. Red Wings games. It looks like the future's looking pretty good. They're 14, 11, and 7 as we record well, here. I mean, what do you think? They're fresh off of, uh, I don't even know if they've broken the streak yet, but I know at one point they had lost six or seven straight games. Mm-hmm. I think they still might be on that losing streak right now. Uh, so they're hitting a little bit of a wall. But, I mean, it's crazy to me going to go into those Red Wings games. There's always fans in the stands. Yeah. Doesn't matter if they have f- five wins. Doesn't matter if they're the best team in the league. There are people always there at those games. Hockey town, baby. Yeah. Yep. And so I mean, it's the the future is bright. They got a couple of young t- talent uh, stars, obviously Insider and, and Raymond. But I don't know. We'll see. I mean, with the Red Wings, it's kind of like we are so spoiled as fans that it's like if they're not winning playoff series, then we I, we kind of don't pay attention as kind of far away fans. Well, that's yeah. kind of how it was for they were on what a twenty year playoff yeah. streak that that you know it. That was like five years ago that it got broken, but it was it it was to the point where it was like they just make the playoffs every year. So why watch during the regular right. season? They're going to be in the playoffs, but they've got Iserman running things, yeah. so it feels like they're going to turn it around. Turn it. You know, they already kind of are, but like the Tigers, you know, I don't know if we were going to get into this, but like they bring in a new GM, 
and literally hasn't done anything Nothing. this offseason. Yeah. Nothing. So it's like, I, you know, you bring in this new GM who's supposed to be like, we're going to spend money. We're going to turn these things around, you know, whatever. And they've done nothing. It's just kind of like. Did, did you look at the most recent projective lineup? It's pretty pitiful. <laughs> it's not going to win anything. I mean, you're hoping yeah. you're hoping that Riley Green right. turns into an all-star. You're ho- yeah. hoping that Torkelson. Tor- Torkelson actually turns into something. You're hoping that Miggy hope, can hope, like. Hope. I mean, it's right. just. We had such a good, you know, we had a young rotation. It's just like these injuries that just depleted them. I mean, who knows if Scooble will be there this year. Uh, I think he will. Mize is basically out. You know, Turnbull threw a no-hitter two years ago. Like, it feels like a day later he, you know, had Tommy John surgery. Matt Manning. Uh, Yeah, we're just so depleted with injury. That's the key. And, you know, I love, I feel like we have a good pitching staff and young, uh, and I like the players, uh, but when they're hurt, it's like, what can you do? I think the biggest story in the MLB right now is, Steve Cohen. I mean, what do we think about this New York Mets owner basically oh, just spending the, money the like it's nothing? Opposite I love it. as what the Tigers are doing. Why just, not? Right. right. There's no. There's no uh, salary cap. You know, you got they, the they, money. They've got the money to do it, and that, that's what's kind of frustrating. Not not that we're trying to spend people's money, but it's not like the Tigers don't have money. It's not like yeah, that. The, the people who own the Tigers, yeah. they have a good they're amount. All rich. <laughs> so you don't want them to maybe do all these twelve year contracts or whatever that that like the Mets are doing, but. You got to do something to compete. I mean, I mean you have to, right? Yeah. If you if you want to fill up, you're talking about LCA being full. If you want to fill up Comerica, you know, it was exciting for those first what three weeks of last season right. when we felt Pretty like much. maybe this team is going to do something. And all of a sudden, Comerica was like getting empty and emptier, and then by the end of the year, no one was there. Yeah. yeah so. it- I love it. I, it's funny to me that these these owners are complaining about it. It's crazy to me that it's even like a debate that like you spend as much as you want. I mean, you're getting taxed for it. I mean, it is kind of funny how much richer he is than maybe some of the other owners. But, <laughs> right. it's, but it's not like they all don't have pennies to rub together. I mean, they're all basically billionaires. Yep. So Well, he got aggressive, and it's probably going to pay off, but we'll see. We'll see. It's all about karma, too, but they got some skilled players on that team. And we've seen other teams. I mean, baseball, like, you can't just, like, spend a ton of money and win because we've even seen saw the tigers do that you know back in like the early 2000s when they went out and got like sheffield and you know right. they, they just started signing a bunch of players and those weren't necessarily the teams that did that good you know the yankees yeah do it a lot they just go out and spend a ton of money and sometimes they don't make the playoffs so it doesn't baseball is just weird no it, it doesn't play 162 regular right. season games That's like true. it's not <laughs> I'll tell you what, we've gone full cycle here. I mean, football, <laughs> basketball, we even got hockey, into some hockey. Wow. baseball. We've covered it all here yeah. at the uh, Now Wellness Center in Owasso. And we're going to even end it up with a little entertainment talk. Before we do, I think you got another spot to talk yep. about there, Jerry. CR Auctions, looking to buy or sell online, go to crauctions.com. All you need to do is download the app on your phone or computer to start selling and buying today. crauctions.com will offer you items all over the country and get them sold. If you're looking to buy something, crauctions.com can help you with that too. Just go to crauctions.com and search the inventory and place your bid. It's fast, it's easy, it gets results. crauctions.com. Ted, it seems like this is a site that you and your retirement should be like on every day, scouring. <laughs> I don't I I do my share of checking it out, and I'm not telling you what. They got some great deals there, uh, especially for home stuff. Like if you're looking for flooring or, uh, you know, a good deal on maybe a used riding lawnmower, stuff like that. They got all all kinds of things there, and Troy Crow does a great great job with that and his staff and uh, another Corona graduate. Right. Got to keep it close to the vest. Now, you were talking about you had some entertainment news you wanted to get into, Jared. For our listeners maybe didn't listen last week, you basically dropped the bombshell that you haven't seen Avatar, the first one. Still haven't. You know, I'm just gonna say it. It seems like as Tedertainment tonight, it seems like one of the <laughs> like prerequisites to earn that title is you should maybe see the the highest grossing movie of all time. Supposedly, Probably. so Keep I would going, say, it's well, gotta draw my interest right. first. One, I, I go mean, see some if you saw Avatar, if you saw Avatar back in in the theaters, it was incredible. Uh-huh, uh, it was Avatar cool. two doubles it. I really? mean, it's people will complain about the story. You know, maybe it's not the perfect story, uh, but I, I don't know. You're you're in there. It's a three a three hour and 15 minute movie. It feels like you're in there for an hour. Well, well it is incredible. Uh, help me out a little bit here. The concept is there's these, uh, this fake planet or something. Is that what it is? And they're like, well, just set Alex, the stage can for tell me he, first. Can tell he's already checked out. He's he's making fun of it already. You, I mean, talk about living in. Well, the, sell it to me. Listen, I've seen. Sell me. Come on. So here's the sell. Basically, it's. Well, I mean, here's here's the sell. You watch Game of Thrones and yeah, you watch all these other shows, right? You just don't like it because this is a cartoon. It's not really yeah, a what cartoon. You, no, I need, I need to know what I mean, what's ga- the plot. I've seen all the I've seen all the video of of them swimming around, all that stuff. Okay, that's. Cool. I don't. It feels weird. I like don't want to spoil. I'm just gonna spoil Avatar. Well, don't for you. spoil it. Well, I can't you tell for twelve years. 
set. Well, oh, okay, go ahead and spoil That's Avatar. That's like been the big thing about Avatar 2 is how what long it's taken one? for the sequel to come out. It's been 13 years. Okay, so there was so some ending in the first one that sets a stage for the second right. one. Right. Uh, yeah, so basically the in the second one, I, I'm not going to spoil anything, but basically the whole plot is trying to... The, the Marines or whatever, or the humans come back to Pandora because basically Earth is running out. Uh, they can't live on Earth for okay. that much longer. Right. So basically they need Pandora. Uh, so it's so water they people? They is that up, what it is? Basically what it is, it's like basically they call, it's not, it's the way. You can laugh at it, man. I mean, you're clearly in the minority here. Oh, it's, that's it was the fine. highest I'm not grossing gonna, movie of all time. I'm not going <laughs> to lose any sleep. Give, give it to me all you want. So uh, basically, but basically this whole storyline is them, you know, they have to take out, you know, the, the Navi resurgency, basically like the, the rebellion and the leader mm-hmm. of the rebellion is this Jake Sully character. Who's okay. the main character in number yeah. one. Uh, it's, it's awesome. I mean, people, like I said, people will complain somewhat. I've seen a lot of complaints kind of about the storyline. I think it's great. Uh, it's cool. I can't wait to see what they do with three, four and five. I mean, there's gonna be five of these movies. Uh, and Whoa. like I said, I, I didn't see it in, I thought I was going to see it in 3d. I didn't, I've heard that 3d is even 10 times better than seeing it. I saw uh, the first in one in 3d theater. and it was yeah. pretty amazing. So I, I'm curious to see the second right. one. I, I'm pretty sure my wife may, might be with you. I don't think she's seen avatar. Mm-hmm. I think she has seen like most of it. I don't think she's like sat down and watched yeah. the whole three and a half hours. So I was like, if we're going to go see two, we need to sit down and watch. Cause actually I haven't seen avatar one in right. 10 years time. now. So I should probably rewatch it too it is cool i mean if you can get past the goofy looking characters or whatever it is a really cool story obviously like the technology is pretty amazing well james and, cameron I'll, right. I'll give you credit for that the guy knows how to make a movie uh, i always heard the best way for me did you watch dances with wolves i'm assuming you've seen dances with wolves I have clips. I haven't seen the whole thing. Oh, I've, in fact, wow. I got it at home to watch. <laughs> wow. I keep. Where saying, is this going? I'm curious. I've never seen that movie, but I'm curious where this. Kevin is Costner. Going. Kevin Costner. Well, I've always. Right. Avatar One is basically like the same storyline as Dances with Wolves. Ah. Like the you know, right. um, Kevin Costner is an American soldier who kind of gets taken in by the Indians, Native Americans right. yep. and kind of takes on that oh, lifestyle. Okay. Yeah. That's the first yeah, similar very similar, similar yeah, yeah. storyline with the first one. So if if you had seen Dancing with Wolves, I would have said it's it's Similar. like that. I will Just do animated. this. I will do this. Jared usually gives the advice. Matt, you too. I'll watch it, but back don't here. watch it on TBS. It's on TBS well, no. all the time. Why not? You gotta no. you gotta it, it's can't cut, cut anything up. Right. It's you all commercials it. and all that. No. Well, I can watch it on Netflix or right, whatever. It's on. Yeah, I don't know where it is. Yeah. Disney. But, I think it's on Disney right, Plus. Yeah, oh, right, I got yeah. that. So anyway, I'm gonna watch it. But back to your comment, you know, Tedertainment tonight, that little dig you gave me. How the hell many shows do you think I can watch in my life? I don't know. You watch all these weird documentaries that maybe five people have seen, but I did not ever go and see that. That's just mind-boggling. Well, there's... Set aside four hours. I will. When you've got four hours with nothing to do... Yeah. Fire up Avatar. Right. You'll love it. I, I, I'm i jealous that you get to watch both of them for I the will. first time. And it was just like Game flicks. of Thrones. You set me up on that. Even Matt's still out on that. Yeah. Game of Thrones was it's fantastic. And the yeah. the, re, the sequel's also equally the good. Right. Well, I know we're running out of time, but I, there was one thing. I won't, I'll, I'll save some of the movie stuff for later, but I will say this. I was intrigued, and, and I've told you guys this before, that the O.J. Simpson thing, I am just absolutely enthralled with it. I watched him when he played at Southern Cal. Yep. I watched when he won the Heisman Trophy, drafted number one by the Buffalo Bills, uh, you know, the all-time leader in rushing in a season. He, he held that, I think, was he the first one to get 2,000 yards? First one, yeah. Yeah. Tremendous football player. Then he moved into the entertainment industry, and then he kills his wife and another guy. Allegedly. Allegedly. And then, well... Civilly, he was convicted. Right, right. But I did see uh, this podcast. I saw a clip on Twitter of OJ being interviewed by these two guys in a podcast. And so I asked Jared what it was. Full send. Amazing. It's awesome. (laughs) I haven't watched any other episodes yet, but that OJ interview was incredible. And yeah, so... They actually interviewed OJ. Yes. Well. Yeah. It wasn't just like them talking about him. Well, they here's, actually interviewed Here's him. the thing. We would never pull this this stuff. But, you know, they got with OJ's agent or whatever, and they weren't supposed to ask him at all about the murder. And they had a good, clean interview asking about pre- about prison life and this and that. And then at the end, they it hammered him with in. the questions about uh, killing Nicole, and he, and he just froze right up, yeah. you know, ended the interview. But 
you know, if you're if you make a commitment that you're not going to ask those kind of well, questions, what, that's kind of cheesy to me. I guess, it's, but it's what are you? Why else are you talking to this guy? I mean, you clearly love anything OJ's on, and will watch it. You follow him on Twitter, absolutely. Love his Twitter. I, I, I don't, don't love his Twitter. <laughs> when I think of OJ, <laughs> I do. I really care about hearing about his you know USC running back days. Or obviously, right. there's the elephant in the room. It's kind of weird if you do. A, that's what they're known for: full send, right? Right. We're they're, going they're, If we're having OJ in the room, we're asking him about the murder. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. what they're. It's funny. I think it's funnier the idea of you watch. I would like to watch you watching this podcast because it's <laughs> like it's like the you know the Gen Z like podcast the, that's in right now. So yeah. uh, it's funny that you liked it, but yeah, they're they're kind of off the wall and they interview a lot of controversial people like right. Simpson. I mean, they talked to Trump, this guy Andrew Tate, who's all over social media nowadays. They talked to all these guys. Well, you got to help me yeah. out. Then I didn't do any research or anything, and I did enjoy watching the interview. It was just strange watching OJ <laughs> answer these questions from these two dudes. You know, they recorded in Las Vegas at yeah. one of the casinos there. What's their story? I think they're they were YouTubers basically. I think they're called the Nelk Boys basically is okay. is their whole thing. I, I don't know. I, I didn't find out about it until this full send podcast kind of been taking the the world by storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think they were just YouTubers from Canada, and it's just kind of worked hard and you know do a lot of controversial type things and kind of kind of like well the Bat Boys so. that we had on the yeah, podcast, right? Yeah. right? Like they just kind of started doing social media and kind of like what we're doing podcasts yeah. and videos and stuff, and they just blew up. I've seen a ton of people share clips, but I didn't really know about the podcast much until they get huge recently. guests. Yeah. They get huge guests. That's, I, saw, that's I did see the Trump thing. one. I see people. I saw people sharing the. the yeah, Trump they had Antonio one. Brown right Antonio after Brown. you know everything went crazy with him. Like maybe a week after that yeah. happened, he was on there. So yeah, they just get a lot of good guests. And from what I've heard, they basically whatever they're doing, they'll drop what they're doing and drive to you. Like you said, OJ, OJ Simpson in Las Vegas. Like yeah, yeah, come to Las Vegas, we'll do it. So they basically fly all over the country interviewing these people. Well, they're obviously uh, making the coin to be able to do it, and you know, making a name for themselves and anybody out there that is as fascinated about the whole oj simpson thing check out years later i think think it is it's kind of that oj story now that i mean we could probably do we could do our own full send on on just oj it's such like a it it hits like every generation obviously you grew up watching and play football right my memory of the whole oj thing like vividly i remember fourth grade when the trial when the or the um um trial was going on when the trial was going on when the verdict yeah when the verdict came out mr squires was my fourth grade teacher mr squires was my fourth grade teacher at elsa meyer we walked down the hallway when the verdict was coming out the tv on the cart that everyone (laughs) remembers jared you probably don't you're too young too young but he stopped us in the hallway and it was on the tv and we watched the verdict. I mean, obviously, fourth graders, we were like, ah, what's this going on? But he was like, I mean, you know, he was into it. Was it was huge. So, like, I, I vividly remember that. And then, obviously, all the, the post stuff. And now the younger generation, you know, yeah. Jared's are younger with this Full Send podcast and the TV shows and the, the documentaries that have come out. Like, this, this the story is just like, it, it's never ending. It's yeah. never ending. And it probably never will until he's on his deathbed, maybe, and admits it or something yeah, like that. But, but- I, I doubt he ever does. I'll end this part by my v- most vivid memory was broadcasting an Owasso semifinal baseball game down in Battle Creek. <laughs> We're in the car heading up north to Gaylord to play in a Gus Macker, and I pulled nice. into a gas station in the Lansing area on my way north, and people are all gathered around this little TV that was up in the corner, and it was the OJ Chase, the Bronco oh, yeah. Chase. So. <laughs> During the NBA Finals. Exactly. (laughs) But it was before the NBA Finals where he was actually in the car, and I had it on the radio on some news channel all the way from Lansing to Gaylord listening to it. They still hadn't caught him by the time we got up to our hotel in Gaylord and then turned it on the TV, like you said, the NBA Finals, and they have split screen, Bob Costas on one side and and the chase going on. It's insane to think about. Like, it's one of those that – you look back and you're like, if Twitter was around when this was happening, yeah. you know, you, you yeah. talk about all these things that happen. I can't even imagine what it would be like. But Well, your company, <laughs> ESPN, crazy. has one of the best shows I've ever seen on that whole day of the Bronco oh, yeah. Chase, where everything that was going on that day, I think, is it a 30 for 30? Yeah, it's 30 like, I think it's the, whatever the date was, June whatever, yeah. June 19, whatever, 1994, yeah. I think yeah. it was. Yep. Yeah. yeah, a lot going on. Definitely cool. Incredible. My uh, my input. I could talk about OJ too. I'm maybe not as into it as you are, but it is <laughs> just a, su- super interesting. Um, Yellowstone. You've got to get into Yellowstone yeah. if you can catch up. Mm. But the so they've got the the prequel series. What the first one was 1883. Right. The second one 1923 has just started. We did watch the first episode. What'd you think? And it ties it, it all together. It ties it, it all together right away because we were very curious. 
how how it would go from 1883 to 1923, you know, basically skipping 40 years. Um, There's two different man. prequels going on right now at the same time, or is, no, is 18, 1883? 1883, 1883 is done. done. Oh. They had Tim McGraw and um, <laughs> nice. Faith Hill. The one older dude, I forget his name right oh, now. Oh, yeah, Sam um, Elliott. Yeah, Sam, Sam Elliott. Elliott. Um, so that was in 1883. And then it jumps ahead to 1923, and then there's obviously the current yeah. Yellowstone. You know, and it's still the Duttons. Um, still the Dutton. Yeah, so you get the whole story of what's going on. Um, it's it's, it's really awesome. good. It's it's, awesome. it's really good. I'm, I usually don't get this into TV shows. I'm usually pretty casual. But this one, I'm like, every Sunday night, if we can't watch it right when it starts, I mean, we're watching it. Right. Later, I mean, it's it's one of those. It's, what, it's the thing that's been holding me back. I've been because th- I've been missing things to watch. It's just I hate that I it's I got to add another streaming service. That's the that's oh, the barrier on, that's stopping what, me. But I should. It's on. Uh, what do you or, I've been wanting to start with Yellowstone. I feel like I obviously there's the prequels, but I feel like I should one watch and l- like Yellowstone before I go back and watch these other. Do you have Hulu. Uh, I have Hulu. I, I think it's all on Hulu. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It, it, I didn't know on, that. I thought it was yeah. on like Paramount or something. It is it on is. Paramount, but I think it's all on Hulu now. There you go. I might actually turn that in tonight. Okay. I've got Avatar to watch, and you got that. <laughs> you to have watch. two avatars to yes, watch. Yes, I'm gonna watch first one because you gotta one. if you you gotta experience the second one in theaters to really say yeah. you watched it. Well, that's why I'm gonna watch the original here real soon. Uh, I'm gonna gonna go to NCG Cinemas there you go. to watch the new one, and I already picked up my big giant. Plastic bowl for popcorn. Nice. Every time I go in, it's only going to cost me four bucks to fill it up. Because <laughs> you go in the the uh, the matinee. I times, go matinee right? too. You go yeah. the matinee times. Yep. <laughs> nice. All right. No, that those are movies you almost have to see in theaters. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I know you got a nice TV set up down in your basement, so you you could do it up. You know, watch Avatar. You do surround sound and all that. Yeah, it's one you of those. Will be wowed. Kind of like the uh, Top Gun Maverick movie. Exactly. People are like, you, you got to watch it at theater. Same so. thing. I agree with that. That was awesome. All right, fellas, I think we've uh, taken enough of uh, the time here. Any final thoughts before we wrap this thing up? No, just I'm looking forward. So you talked about it. You're going to show us around a little bit. I'm yes, curious to see you the this tour. place. Like this, this really is. I know we were kind of joking a little bit at the beginning. Like this really is a very impressive facility no, people, it, people it, in the it, area should yeah. definitely check it out it came five years too late man i i would have used this all the time yeah it's it's awesome yeah. well and it's not just a, a gym you know there's a ton of those planet fitness snap fitness you know all those ones like if you're just looking straight up to get a workout that's fine this one's got the cafeteria pool steam room the daycare yeah. all that kind of stuff i i know we're about to sign off no, the this YM, is good the ymca that we go to um in charlotte has a daycare you know all that kind of stuff there's been times that my wife and i we just like took our kids and take, took them to the daycare, and we just, like, went Snuck and sat out, out the by the pool. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we, we talked about that. You're not supposed to leave. You're not supposed to leave the facility oh, with your kids there. Yeah, right, they, right. They have, like, parent morning out times that right. you can do that, but the normal times you're not supposed to, like, leave. But we'll go outside and just, like, sit by the pool. And just We're just like, let's Sounds take awesome. the kids and let's just go sit by the pool, oh. fall asleep. <laughs> I'll be interested to get your perspective on comparing this to that. You know, yeah. this is maybe a little smaller, but uh, this is this is just awesome here at Memorial Healthcare, the now Community Wellness yeah. Center. And, and their big thing, like I mentioned, is the 21-day health challenge. So check them out at memorialhealthcare.org, and you can find out all the details. And like they say, commitment, compassion for life providing care for you since 1921 and also fellas give a little little live love here to our other big sponsor sky mint cannabis i mean you know this time of year when the, you got the holidays you know you're over 21 and you want to just relax chill get ready for new year's sky yeah. mint cannabis especially the I mean, corona store just awesome ted I, I know how much you you love watching movies and, mm-hmm. and you know i love sky mint products i mean it sounds like the perfect match of you know Avatar what you're exactly right if you either <laughs> if you, a gummy or a yeah. pre-roll if you took part in some sky mint before you watched avatar you would be on Jared's wavelength. Yeah, I how, think I you would be, probably be your new favorite movie. Probably I need, you I would need, think that you are in Pandora, which would be pretty cool. <laughs> that would be very cool. Maybe they'll give me the the coupon code. Uh, give me the deal there. Three point two zero at the Corona store for twenty percent off Skybent products. I did, I did think that I should swing in there, I, and I was contemplating if I should say I'm from Three Point right. Podcast. Like I thought I was going to go in and just. Because I, I haven't been there. I'd go in. Sign up as a, yeah. Sign up as a new customer. Use the code absolutely get, to kind of make yeah. us look good. Because if I went in and was like, yeah, I'm part of that podcast, they'd be like, oh well, of course you came in. So <laughs> I, th- I think I might go yeah incognito. Right. Um, but I was going to mention too. You know, we talk about Disney a lot, like me, yeah. Disney World, going to Disney, Animal Kingdom. They have Pandora, like the the Ooh, Avatar World. Awesome. It is. It's actually. It's amazing. Like it's it's one of those things. Like it is. It feels like you're in Pandora, yeah. 
and they have this ride. It's called Flight of Passage, and you get on, and you're in front of basically a huge IMAX screen, and you get in your seat, and it rises up, and it kind of like right. flies around, oh, wow. and it like flies you through Pandora. <laughs> See, you're you're gonna like it now. I'm getting you're, into you're it now into I, it. <laughs> to tell you the truth, I've been to Disney and seen most of the other. But I haven't been there yet. So this is fairly new. Well, since Avatar yeah. came out. Well, I don't so. mean the Avatar, the the Wild Kingdom, is that what it's called? Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about wanting to go to that. It's kinda it. like you're on a safari through seeing all yep. those animals too. It'd be worth That's it. That's a great zoo. If you do go, let me know. I'll let you know. maybe you can hook me up. <laughs> <Yep>. so. <laughs> but anyway, we'll we'll need that Avatar review. Yeah. Sounds sounds really good. I'll have that coming up down the road. I also want to thank our other great sponsors. They include AZ Printing Solutions, Capital Sports Fieldhouse, Crow Real Estate and Auction, Nelson House Funeral Homes, Rivals Tap House and Grill, and Success Group Mortgage and Servicing. Uh, you know, I don't know how soon we're going to get this podcast up. Uh, but we are going to be posting, as always, on social media at Three Point Pod. Check out our YouTube channel. The Shiawassee Shootout Wednesday this week, 5.30, Duran-Langsburg, 7 o'clock, Crown and Perry. I'm going to try to get on the NFHS network for that. The next Z92.5 game of the week will be January 6th, St. John's at Mason. And, guys, uh, you know, we're going to take the week off, mm-hmm. you know, come back fully charged right around uh, Michigan uh, Football time, right? What yeah, is, we didn't even get we, – we touched on every other sport. I know. So like I said, it's such a big playoff. gap. It's like <laughs> yeah. how many times we can we talk about this little thing? Bit, but, yeah. But uh, January 9th, the national championship game, I'm assuming we're, we'll get hopefully. together again right after that, right? Is yeah, that the, either, that I guess plan? hopefully Michigan's playing that Monday, hopefully, yep. and then, yeah, maybe that Tuesday we, we record or something. But, yeah, we're signing off, but that it's huge. Hopefully Michigan, you know, TCU, good team, good quarterback. But hopefully with a month of preparation, yeah. like you said, with Saban, hopefully Harbaugh and the guys, they're ready to go on only, Saturday. only thing worries me a little bit is we're starting to hear some more of this Harbaugh to the NFL talk. I heard it on Monday Night Football last every night. Every year. Aikman and Buck. I mean, he, he has said, like he does every year, but he has said, nope. I know. La- last year's little flirtation with the Vikings was it. Yeah. So. He pulled that stunt after last year when the whole, I know. You know basically they pulled at the 11th hour or whatever right. happened with the whole offer. And then he said, you know what? I'm here forever. Then I would, I would. There's a lot of respect. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I'm right with you there. Well, like I mentioned, we're taking next week off for the holidays, but uh, we'll still be active on the socials. Peace and love, everybody. Be kind. Thanks for listening, and Happy New Year. We'll talk to you again in 2023.